Hello, faithful listeners. This is Pastor John Cloudwater from Faith Lutheran Church here in Forest Lake, and we are so glad that you are listening online to our online podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for participating in worship with us as we look forward to the week ahead. For our message today, a modern angel story. My mom, just one thing that she always did to make some like a special trip for us was taking my brothers and I down to Texas. So we would leave early in the morning and then usually get to the border by around midnight, find a hotel and the next day journey down to the South Padre Island. So anyway, um, we, it was about 1030 at night. I was driving. We kind of alternated a little bit. I was not tired. We, you know, our goal is, okay, we're going to find some lodging soon. But um, we were driving, and the next thing we are going through, it was like Dallas-Fort Worth. And so I just all of a sudden remember the car was just, we were in a um, Ford Expedition. So, you know, larger size SUV. And all of a sudden, I just remember, like, tipping to the right. And I thought, I can't believe this is happening. And... Um, next thing I know, I wake up six days later in a hospital in Fort Worth, Texas. And so my mom said that she remembers these big, huge lights, like just filling the vehicle. I don't remember any of that. I just, I don't remember the impact. I just remember about to tip. So anyway, um, I, my right arm is broken in five spots. I have road rash from the glass. I have road rash on my hands. Um, my mom had both of her arms, um, broken. So we each have titanium rods in our arms. So I guess we're bionic. <laughs> and, um, my brother had, um, his sternum was broken, two collapsed lungs. All of us had severe concussions. Our eyes were just beet red, no color to our eyes. So just, I'll save you from the gruesome details, but just to put it into perspective, um, my little brother, he was 14 at the time, and he was in the back, only one not wearing his seatbelt. And during the roll, which was um, about a few hundred feet, going 70 miles per hour, we were hit by somebody, a hit and run. So uh, somebody with a brush guard. Uh, we don't know if it was a big truck, semi, I'm not really sure. But anyway, when we were rolling, He's the only one that didn't get hurt, not a scratch. So he said that when the vehicle was rolling, he felt like the back was just covered in like a cushion, like he was held in like hands or something. Like he wasn't just flailing around, windows broken, he could have flown out, whatnot. So anyway, um, when the accident happened, um, you know, it's dark out. We're across the country from home. He's alone. He's 14. He's a kid. And he was in shock, clearly. So he got out and he started taking our luggage and all of our belongings on the side of the road. And he started putting them back in the vehicle because he was in shock. And all of a sudden, this person just showed up. And this person was, he said, Tony, what can I help you with? And my brother said, where did you come from? And he pointed and he said, over there, through a white picket fence. And he had a hat on. It was not like a top hat, but it had like the ridge all the way around. And he was helping my brother put the luggage back in the vehicle. So 
um, nobody ended up calling the emergency. Um, all of a sudden, like minutes after our accident, an ambulance just happened to be driving by and helped us. So we were, my brothers, or my brother and my mom and I, we were taken out from the jaws of life. And um, he had said, you know, I was just, somebody was just helping me put the stuff in the vehicle. And he said, well, where is he? And the guy, he was just wasn't there anymore. So my, um, the hospital had called my dad. It's my dad and my uncle had taken the first flight out to Texas, the soonest flight they could get. And um, when they got down there and they're at the hospital, my brother was telling them there was this guy who was helping me put luggage back in the vehicle. I thought, what the heck? So they had gone to where the crash happened and our vehicle was already at the wreckage yard. The wreckage yard guy said he had never seen a vehicle look that bad and the people had survived. So complete miracle. Um, but anyway, um, there, it was just desolate. There was nothing in this area, just field. And there was no fence. There was nothing. So it's like somebody could challenge, like, what if it was the person that hit you? What if it was, you know, what just some person randomly walking down the road? And no, we think it was, you know, an angel because what, what else could it have been? You know, I think they come in a time of need and he needed somebody there and an angel was sent for him. I wake up every day thankful for a new day. I pray and I thank God for another day because I, I don't think I should be here today, but I am. You know, you hear stories and all the stuff about God and you hear about miracles, but to actually experience it yourself, um, it fills me up. And I feel like telling the story might just help somebody believe just a little bit more. Thank you, Kristen, for that powerful story. I announced Bonnie Severson's death earlier this week. And when you go to visit Bonnie's house, there are signs and wall, hang, uh, wall hangings that pronounce her faith all over the place. And there's one that says, angels gather here. And it caught my eye this week for obvious reasons. So I want us in this week ahead to believe that God's love for this world is so powerful that it delivers that mis- message to us in unexpected ways. Christmas is coming, everybody. Angels gather right here. Receive and share the good news. 